Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. Oh man, you're in for an episode. Yeah. I just want to preface. Betty <laughs> oh just tried to stop the episode and it didn't go well the first time. No. Jesus. I just like I just want to preface this episode with I've had about three hours sleep because I'm on night shifts. I had a rough night last night, so I'm like a little bit delusional. Also, I read this book two weeks ago, and between reading this book and now, I think I've read about 50 cod fan fictions. Oh, so. <laughs> Dude, oh, Judy. this is getting ridiculous. How, Call of Biddy Duty has, has fan fiction? Biddy has a crush on one of the new Call of Duty fucking characters. And it's terrible. I Wait, think is I'm... it a fictional? It's a it's an anime. It's like it's a, a video, video game. Yes. And she has a crush on one of the characters. I think I have a mask kink. A mask I'm just, kink. I'm just uh, convinced. I thought she said mass, and mass, I'm like, yeah. like assist. <laughs> <laughs> because does this, he have like, assist on his head? Ola. This character, I don't. You don't even see his face. He wears a mask for the entire game. It's a mask, you moron. Biddy's whole TikTok right now is just thirst traps for this fucking video game character, and it's you know, like insane. I've seen some really hectic thirst traps lately, and whenever I do, I'm like, Jay probably gets off on this. Like, Jay's I love thirst traps. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> the and I'm watching seconds. this going. Men are so desperate right now. <laughs> but part of it, part of like the satisfaction in thirst traps is that the men do look a little bit ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, so you you feel like yeah, you like perform for yourself. me. Yeah, yeah, do my little dancing monkey. Let me just send you a photo, Ola. So I'm the really, yeah, for those sure. who like haven't played the game, you can like Google him. His name is Ghost, also known as like Simon Riley. Okay, why does he have two names? Because his, like, military name... How the fuck do you have a crush? You can't even see it. Oh, that's the point. That's the issue. He has a mask. And she loves a mask, man. I don't man. get that. I think I have a mask kink. That's what I've convinced myself. But yeah, um, I've been so sad So how my... do you have a crush on something that doesn't have a face? Oh, I don't know. What the fuck is just, wrong with just you? just masculine presence. She's just really yeah. into his masculine presence. He's just like... Just some fucked up, traumatized little military man, and that's all I want in life. Apparently, the, the, the guy that voices him, the, the voice is like, quite I just hot. Don't the voice is really hot. He's from Manchester, and he's got like a really deep voice. Shocking. Maybe that's why you love him because you're like, ah, home. Maybe I don't know what's wrong with it. Just the fact that he's like so emotionless, and he says like three words, and that's like it. Like he doesn't talk when it's not necessary, and I'm like, yes. Oh god. My kind of fella. This has been going on for like weeks, Ola. It's like, getting what worse. Have I, been? I don't even fucking know. No, this dude. is this is what always happens, guys. I'm the fucking third wheel. You two go live your fucking New Zealand Dunedin lives and you go see each other and you go fucking 
read your 48 hour readathons and I'm just in Australia going I wonder if they thought about me today <laughs> oh, oh that makes oh, me so sad yeah, that's not I'm like the third that. wheel no you mm. took up too much of a presence to be a third wheel you make up like 50 <laughs> percent just said I forced myself into you <laughs> you make up like 50 percent of this friendship and then Betty and I put in like 25 percent each no I know you guys suck because yeah. if it wasn't for me I don't think we'd be recording at some point this week if it makes know. you feel better mm. you don't have to listen to me that's but true. I like you don't have to I put think, up with it. I feel like you don't understand. I love you both a lot. Yeah, but I'm like, you know how many times I have heard Betty mention this fucking video game, video game character? <laughs> no, I don't, over the because I'm weeks. the third fucking wheel. But that's what I'm saying. It's all well and good when you hear it the first time. <laughs> when it's like the third time in two days, you get a little bit over it. It cost me $100 for so that game. But do you know what? I get so excited when Betty gets excited about something and then she calls our group chat and I'm the only one who answers and she's like, guess what? I'm in my new car. And I'm like, I'm the first one to find out. Or <laughs> <laughs> when that relationship like, to her across the room and I was oh, like yeah. the last person she called and I was the only one who answered. <laughs> She was like, guess what? An Asian man threw me across the room. And I was like, hey. This was for work. This was for, this was. Um, yeah, no. This was some straight training for my job. Yeah. I didn't just get thrown across by a stranger. I had to be there legally. Uh, anyway. Um, so I think, okay. I have a problem because I get hyper fixated. You know, when I was talking about how my mom thinks really? there's something wrong with me, this is part of the reason she thinks something's wrong with me. Because I hyperfixate on things Do you? for like three, two, three weeks at a time, and I just forget <laughs> they exist. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And as of two weeks ago, my hyperfixation was cowboys, and we've moved Country on now. Yeah. <laughs> We're okay. on a new hyperfixation. But two weeks ago, it was. Uh, two three weeks ago it was cowboys which is why we're talking about the book that we're talking about today which is flawless by elsie silver because it's a like cowboy right smart because cowboy you know that there's the another ranch. place called chestnut whatever this is chestnut springs. Chestnut springs. Two spring, chestnut springs books and i was like i don't think this one's it the other one i don't know emmy something was the author and i'm like no nah, no nah, betty would not want it to be this one well thank you for reading the right book You're um welcome. It, it, it is a series, but each book follows like a different brother. So we just read the first book. So it's about like the first relationship. Um, flawless. 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 And I really liked it. So I'm going to rate it four, five stars. Five stars. Ooh. I enjoyed it. I <laughs> went through this book very quickly. I consumed it. It became a part of my nature for a week. And then I listened to nothing but country music for a while. That's true, actually, because it took, it took Ola and I like quite a while to read. Like I only read it yesterday. I think, did you only finish it today, Ola? I finished it about 34 minutes ago. So like, for like, <laughs> like two weeks ago, Biddy was messaging me like, has anybody read the book yet? I really want to talk about it. Okay, and Ola and I just honest, ignored it her. Ever to get into it. <laughs> it's such a good book. I, it is a bit of a I'll slow burn. I'll give it a burn. three and a half, yeah. I love Ooh, the slow I'm burn. I'm going to give it, I think I'm going to give it like a four and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought it was really good. Okay. I loved, I loved, there was so much tension. This is like exactly what I wanted from a cowboy book. Yeah, fair, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> it, yeah. Like the bar's not that high. 
But I have in my head, I have expectations, um, and if they don't fulfill them, everybody knows about it. Yeah, that's true. But I, I don't even care about cowboys now. I'm onto military men. So. Oh for fuck's sake! Oh god. <laughs> well, thank fuck this is your last episode of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, give us a little synopsis. Okay. I am going to do the best that I can because I read it so long ago. But you guys have read it more recently, so you may be able to help me. Don't ask me. I don't even know my own fucking books. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, G might come in clutch today. Yeah. I can do um, it. But I also I do want to point out as well that I read this book yesterday and then woke up this morning and just instantly started reading the next book we're doing. And then I was trying to think about things to say about this book just before we started and I got them all mixed up so I've combined the two books <laughs> okay, in my head. I think I'm your safest option then B. <laughs> it's very fresh so like get started before it like okay. becomes stale in there. Yeah. <laughs> so the book was two. All thoughts have a shelf life. Two hours. Like an hour or two so let's move it. Um, so this book follows the main characters Summer and Rhett. It is Rhett right? Mm. Yeah cool. Um so Rhett is a bull rider who lives in like Bull, not ball. Bull. I said bull rider. <laughs> what word are you saying? Can you You're saying like <laughs> why are you saying bull rider? That's how bowl you say rider. it. Bull, bull rider. Bull. It's a bull. A bull. No, <laughs> stop saying that word. I'm saying it's bowl. a bull. Uh, you're just gonna have to accept it because this is how it comes I out. I can't right now. accept that. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> is it minced up X interview? You're actually making me feel unwell. <laughs> like I can't listen to that. Word. Bowl, bowl rider. That like, doesn't no. come out of my mouth any other way. <laughs> you're saying bowl, like a bowl, like, like he gets into a fucking bowl of spaghetti and starts riding it. No, because what he's doing. No, because no, because it's bowl and bowl. That's- so tell me can what we, the can we compromise and just say like a rodeo man? Yes, the rodeo <laughs> bowl rider. Fuck me. And he's like, Rhett's like the best in his field. He's won like two <laughs> world championships, but he's getting a little bit older now. He's in his like early, like late thirties, early forties. He doesn't specify exactly his age. He's Thirty-two. Is he? It does specify his age. He's okay, whatever. He's in his early 30s, which is like quite old for that kind of, um, I, I don't know, it's, it's an old athlete. Like people don't usually last that long in the rodeos. Um, but he's got a bad reputation for himself because he's a bit of like a man whore, a little playboy. Um, he's got like a hot temper and he's a, he's a big drinker. And so... After, wait, after a rodeo, he got caught talking to some of his mates about how he hates milk. Like, he hates milk. Oh, my God. But <laughs> this was his, the best part of the <laughs> This was my least favorite part of the book. This and, turned but his, me off the whole book. <laughs> but it's so funny. It's but his, so biggest, his biggest sponsorship is, like, a milk distribution company. Um, and then he got caught like saying all these things and it pissed off a bunch of like farmers who obviously contribute yeah, to the dude, milk industry. He pissed industry. off the, in- the entire dairy, the entire dairy, the entire dairy industry. industry. Pissed off by this guy saying he doesn't like milk. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And it, someone called what it on film. I'm lactose intolerant. I'm sorry. Can we stop I know. Here? That's just I'm discriminatory. I'm lactose intolerant. Okay. I don't like milk. I don't think it was necessarily the milk that caused the issue. I think it was how he responded to the line of questioning afterwards, which caused his biggest issue. No, because they originally put that out and then everyone's like, do you or do you not like milk? I can't believe we're even how, fucking how can talking you about this. How is this all these hardworking farms? It's hilarious. Yeah, like we're dairy fucking queens of Canada. How can it's literally how farmers milk? react. It's how farmers react. This is very on brand for farmers. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's nuts. Like, this is not okay. It's hilarious. It's so weird. But anyway, I so that gets the author is a genius for coming up with that as the That's, like point of contention. Great. Yeah, it's great. Um so anyway, this gets put on YouTube and then obviously all of the dairy industry and all the farmers that contribute to the dairy industry get very pissed off with him. And and then after another rodeo event, he is like being hounded by press. And one of these like press journalists um, is asking him all these questions about his comments on milk, like asking if he's going to apologize. And he just gets really wound up and he ends up punching the press journalist in the face. And this also breaks media as well. So he's kind of become villainized within his career. His management team, um, his, the, the owner of the management company is his like lead manager and his name is Kip. And he contacts Rhett and is like you've lost a crap ton of sponsors like something needs to change but um with Rhett's attitude he like doesn't really care at all he just he doesn't really care about the sponsors he just wants to participate in the rodeo he doesn't care if people like him he's very grumpy very grumpy sunshine trope I like Kip too sweet man yeah I like he had a great relationship with his daughter you know well with one of them at least (laughs) yeah yeah fuck you winter Please continue. Into you fucking frigid bitch. You fucking crazy hoe. No, love all hoes. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. And you're not a hoe. <laughs> you wish you, you were a hoe. hoe. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, oh my god. Maybe I'm not the third wheel, guys. We're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Oh my god, um, the joy that that brought me. I'm part of the group. Oh my god. Jesus. Yeah, thank, thank god they put you Why back. Because in, insecurity you is really. Right now. Your hair looks just... ridiculous when you do that. No, it doesn't. It looks cute. Oh it my god. All right. You look like I'm going to carry on. Too. I'm going to carry on. Continue. <laughs> I'm going to make it permanent. It's going to be more permanent here. Oh my god. You look like What's a Face from Legally Blonde. But please continue. It doesn't matter. Like Al <laughs> Summers? No, this the other one. This Aww. isn't a video. This isn't a video podcast. No one knows what's happening. That's fine. Uh, they don't need to. Uh, okay. Um. So Kip calls a meeting with Rhett and Kip decides that the only way that Rhett is going to regain his sponsors and his like public approval before the final world championship um is for him to have a babysitter, like someone to watch over him to make sure he doesn't do any stupid things. He stops drinking, he stops taking women home, and he just stays out of the limelight. This is very so, the words by Ashley Jade. Very forced proximity. Vibe. I love it. Um, so Kip decides that he's going to designate his um, daughter, Summer, who's recently just finished her internship at the company. And nobody is happy about this. 
Like, nobody wants to do this, but it, like, has to be done. And Brett is especially pissed off because he's, like, a 32-year-old man and this woman's just going to come in his life that he doesn't know and tell him how he can behave. Um, so Summer heads out to the ranch that he lives on with his family to look after him, and she is greeted quite kindly by the family, but with contention by Rhett. Like, they, uh, he immediately just hates her. Like, she hasn't done anything wrong, but he hates her for just existing. Um, and there's just a lot of, like, arguments between them, but you kind of very quickly find out in the book that Rhett's family doesn't support his decision to ride in the rodeo. Like, they're not happy about it. They want him to quit. They don't support him. They never come to his, like, matches. And they're constantly telling him, like, he needs to give it up. And he, although he, like, doesn't say externally he's upset about it, his, like, internal monologue kind of explains that, you know, this is the only thing he has going for him. He's never done anything else in his life. Like, this is kind of it. Um and he's really upset by the fact that like no one supports him. And Summer recognizing this, she kind of steps up and is the one to like encourage him and support him. And it although he still hates her, it kind of changes their relationship because he sees her as like in his corner and it's actually kind of sweet. Um so Summer um doesn't really want to be working at her dad's management company. Like her dream in life is to be a personal trainer for athletes because she's really into like the gym and stuff so um she takes it upon herself to start being Rhett's personal trainer because he's struggling with some injuries from bull riding and um and he kind of does it even though he's not happy about it and he refuses to admit that he's injured but she kind of gets it out of him and they start working at like fixing his injuries they then go to their like first away from home rodeo and during the ride he his hand gets caught on the like sh- rope that's used to hold him on and he damages his already damaged shoulder even more um so summer convinces him to go to the hospital to get an x-ray to see how severe it is and like what they need to do to get him through the rest of the season and that's when they run into winter. So winter, winter is Summer's sis- uh, half-sister. So Summer's dad, Kip, cheated on Winter's mom uh, with the nanny and had Summer. And they the parents decided to stay together and they raised Summer, but they don't like her. Like Kip is the only person that likes Summer. So her and Winter have a very bad relationship and obviously their names are very tongue-on-cheek because they're complete opposites of each other because <laughs> um, winter is a i think she's like a surgical resident at the hospital yeah and so is her stepmom the step like kip's wife summer's like, yeah they they, they work in yeah they, they make a lot of money they're very big people in the industry they're all um, assholes yeah, yeah. She, they're so mean. The mum was like the, the like well like the Very stepmom similar. was only in it in like one scene and she was just terrible. She yeah. was awful. Um, Get out. So while they're at like waiting for the results from the X-ray, Winter kind of drops a bomb on Rhett, saying that like Summer used to have his photo on her wall as a kid. Like she used to like have a massive crush on him, like when she was younger. 
and she gets really embarrassed by this um but like Rhett loves it and he like makes fun of her so they start like teasing each other about it and as they're leaving the hospital they run into um summer's ex-boyfriend and bearing in mind this entire time summer's ex-boyfriend has been calling summer even though they broke up because she keep he keeps seeing like clips of her and Rhett together and he's unhappy that she's like moving on so they see her ex-boyfriend outside the front of the hostel because he's also a doctor and um Rhett convinces summer to make out with him to get the ex-boyfriend off um off of summer's back and they do it and then it's meant to be like a fake thing but then they kind of realize that they actually are really attracted to each other yeah dude Fucking the way starts. how it goes, isn't it? Well, yeah. we're just making Jeff feel jealous, and then it turns into like the most earth-shattering kiss ever. I feel yeah. like we need to point out as well that the ex-boyfriend is like a fucking creep, and like he was her. Summer was sick as a teenager; she had heart problems, and he was her heart doctor. He was like her cardiologist, and they like groomed her as a teenager. And then when she yeah. like, became eighteen, they started sleeping together, and it's like disgusting. But it was like a secret; like none of the family knows. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Rhett doesn't know this yet. She hasn't told Rhett this yet. So he just thinks like everything was like fine between them. So they end up going back to um, the ranch and more just like flirty shit happens. And um, then they go away for another rodeo out of town and they end up staying in this hotel together. But Summer's room doesn't have any heating in it. And Rhett finds out and he convinces her to like stay in his room but she like won't do it um but he like is very protective over her because she's looking after him like she's doing everything in her power to like make his shoulder better before the ride like rubbing like deep heat on his shoulder like essentially like she even puts a shirt on for him which is actually really sweet <laughs> like because he can't lift his arms above his head because of his shoulder um so they end up spending the night together but they don't do anything they just kind of like sleep in the same bed and it like further i don't know solidifies the fact that they have a mad crush on each other but no one's gonna do anything about it because summer's trying to stay professional like she's trying to make herself in the industry and she thinks like if she gets caught sleeping with her first ever client then she's never gonna go anywhere because it'll look really bad and they go to the rodeo and one of Brett's main competitors like notices summer and kind of expresses that he'd like like to sleep with her and then Rhett gets super defensive about it and everybody's like teasing him but he just thinks he's doing it to he says he's doing it to protect her because he needs her to do her job but in reality he actually is like a little bit jealous about it and what happens and then they then they come back and they have like a family argument about Rhett and he's riding and he like exp- like he kind of tells her why he does what he does like why he rides and why he can't do anything else and then Summer helps him rebuild his like name like he does like interviews and stuff and like apologizes for his behavior and he's like on the mend uh, per se and it's also around the same time that um, Summer kind of admits what her ex-boyfriend did to her like and how she's never really been in a real relationship or ever been with anybody that like wants to please her i guess 
Yeah, and like not be like a secret or yeah. So she's like, like worth really... like being out there with someone. Yeah, and it was a very sweet scene. Yeah. Um, and then they go to another. Oh, they go to t- no, they go to another road. Do they go to another rodeo? Do they sleep together before or after Kip's heart attack? Before. Before, yeah. So they go to another rodeo out of town and they're kind of not on talking terms because Summer put, like, halted the relationship. Like, she said she can't go any further. Like, they can't do this anymore. She needs to be professional. They need to stay away from each other. And it kind of pissed Red off because that's not what he wants. So after this rodeo, she watches him ride because that's something that she really likes seeing him do like she likes seeing him being really passionate about something and she decides that she's going to tell him that she likes him and then she goes down to find him and finds out that he's talking to what they call in the book like buckle bunnies like women that hang around the rodeo (laughs) with the intention of like sleeping buckle bunnies yeah yeah with the intention of like sleeping with the athletes and she gets really jealous uh, when she sees him doing this, thinking that he's like already moved on, and then bumps into um, Rhett's competitor, and he invites her out to a bar. So they go, but Rhett follows with the Buckle Bunny and his like apprenticeship, like a apprentice. And um, there's lots of like tension because she ends up like riding uh, one of those electronic balls, and it's very sexy, very sexy scene. But then towards the end, like. One of the waitresses points out to Rhett that Summer is wearing the cowboy hat of the competitor and he like fucking loses it because she doesn't understand the meaning of wearing like a guy's cowboy hat and he like pulls her aside and like rips the hat off of her head and he's like, if you wear the hat, you ride the cowboy. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, and then she's about like, so he takes a hat of her and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, he's going to do a body shot off me. And yeah, she's got Rhett's a little like, shot glass, like, in her titties. Yeah, and then so, and like, Rhett's like, no, you're fucking shot. not. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, well, if he's not going to do it, you're going to do it. And then he ends up, like, spraying whipped cream, like, down the center of her chest and, like, licks it off <laughs> and, like, does the body shot and then drags her away from the bar. I think my favorite thing about that scene is, like, the competitor. I can't remember his name, but he's like, okay, yeah. my... Emmett, Emmett, like, after he does a body shot, like, does not read the room, and he's like, sweet, my turn. <laughs> like, no. Um, so he, like, takes her away from the bar, and they're, like, angry at each other, but, like, they don't know why they're angry at each other, and they have, like, a very angry walk back to the hotel, and then Summer thinks that they're gonna go their separate ways, and nothing's gonna happen, and then they kind of, like, have a little interaction, and then Summer takes his cowboy hat off and puts it on her head mm. and then they end up fucking and then but he and he does that thing as well because he's got the can of whipped cream still from yeah. his lips to line up her chest and he goes like <laughs> he gets her to like open her mouth and he like sprays it in there and he's like what does he say he's like he's like good girl you wish that was my cum didn't oh, you yeah. <laughs> and he's like swallow <laughs> so but then they have really hot sex they and then it was sort of lovey-dovey for a while after that before um yeah and then because they're about to go to their final what's semi-final rodeo they're gonna go to the semi-final and um or is it the final no it was the final the final rodeo is happening in Rhett's hometown 
and none of his family are going, but a family friend like says that he'll come and watch him for like get his last ever like gold belt, gold buckle or whatever they call it. But when they go out to dinner the night before the rodeo, they someone gets a call from Winter saying that her dad has had a heart attack and they rush over to the hospital to see him and when they get there winter's there and then also winter's husband's there which turns out to be um summer's ex-boyfriend and yeah Rhett loses it because and loses it and he ends up revealing a secret that nobody was meant to know which was that the doctor and summer had a very bad sexual relationship and summer gets really angry because she kept telling Rhett to not say anything like Mm -hmm. ask to calm down like to keep his chill and he just doesn't and he loses it and he ends up punching the doctor and sharing the secret and he just kind of she she what she says is actually like really profound and i really enjoyed it which was like she just says to him like you don't actually think about anybody but yourself Mm. like why would you he just keeps on being like but i was protecting you i wouldn't let anybody speak to you like that and she's like but how did you help at all like yeah. it's the opposite of helping and i guess it's also like foreshadowing to the fact that summer ends up speaking to his family and finding out that his family don't want him to quit rodeo riding because they don't want him to do it i don't want him to be happy they're just so terrified of him dying mm. and he doesn't like think that he just thinks that his family hate him and don't want to see him succeed like he has no knowledge outside of anything but what he wants to do that they just yeah that they just can't like be here to watch in case something happened yeah um so they kind of separate for a while and summer like has some really sweet moments where she explains to her dad like what's happening and her dad's like are you happy and with him and she's like yeah and he's like are you happy in your job like do you want to be here and she's like well i want to impress you like this is and he's like i don't want you to impress me i want you to be happy um and then he's like you need to find another job like you need to leave and summer refuses to do it so her dad just fucking fires her he's just like go and be happy like you can't do this it's such um, a power move yeah and in the meantime like it's been like a couple months before she's like last spoken to red and red is just like calling her all the time oh i missed a major thing before she gets fired red ends up going to the semi-final rodeo and his apprentice falls off the bowl and to save his apprentice he jumps in into the ring and like lies on top of him and the bowl hits him and he ends up breaking like his ribs and like damaging his shoulder and everybody thinks that this is it for him like he's gonna give up but he is still committed to doing his final world championship even though he's like damaged and summer goes to see him in the hospital to be like, give it up. Like, just let it go. Like we can't do this. And he just like turns around to her and just says that he never loved her and that she was just a fuck and she can't tell him what to do with his life anymore. And that just like destroys her obviously. Cause it's not true. He's just doing it because he's so sick of people telling him like what he can and can't do in his life. And he just takes it all out on her. And then she gets fired. And then she calls her best friend to come and, like, soothe her. So they um, have, like, mimosas and they have a conversation. And 
she kind of admits the fact that she like does love him and she needs him in his life and then uh, she's really upset she's gonna miss the world final in las vegas so they just jump on a plane to las vegas and they go there and um they're sat in the crowd and Rhett's about to ride his final bowl and he's kind of in the state where he like doesn't even care if he lives or dies anymore like he has nothing left um because he's like lost her and he's just not happy with his life and like he can't write he won't be writing bowls anymore after this and then just as he's about to get on the bowl he looks up into the crowd and he sees her and he realizes that the only reason he's been writing bowls for the rest for his entire life and he's been so selfish with his like with like whether he lives or dies is because he's had nothing else to live for and he looks at her and he's like I finally have something to live for like I can't do this I can't kill myself and then he like walks away and he goes into the crowd and he like apologizes to her and it's really sweet and they have their big kiss and then they live happily ever after yeah then there's an epilogue where they like they built a house on the ranch and and he redid and they're his all nice together. Yeah, and she redid his old truck and painted it in the color of his dead mum's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet. And that was a book. And I loved it. It was quite good. Okay, team. What were your favorite parts? Who wants to go first? You wanna go first, Ola? You go first, Jay. You want me to go first? You go first. My favorite part of the book was when we found out that her sister was married to the fucking doctor because she kept on talking about how like he moved on and like he left her for someone and then it was her fucking sister and I didn't see it coming and I love it didn't see it coming it was such a good twist that was a really good spot it was amazing yeah that was my favorite part that's a good part it was a good part Um, Uh, I think my favorite part is when he decided to stop Oh, the final the thing. Yeah. That was really Oh, when he sweet. was like, fuck it. Yeah, he was like, fuck yeah. it. I don't need this. I don't need to kill myself over this shit. Nice. My favorite part was the the cowboy hat scene. What a great scene. <laughs> I think it was hilarious. I think it was quite funny oh, as well because, pub. like, yeah. Man, yeah. And then, like, later on, when he put, like, Rhett put his hat on Summer, then he, like, takes off her shirt so the hat falls off, and then he picks his hat back up and puts it back puts on. Puts it her. back on! Yeah. <laughs> I just. He's shirtless with his hat on. I just think it was really funny because it was equally sexy, and then it had, like, comic relief because Emmett was just mm. a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I, I, genuinely, yeah, I genuinely did just love it. it, it especially because it was, there was so much tension. Like, this was like 200 pages into the book. It was halfway through the book by the time they It was like more it was like than 50%. halfway. Yeah. And there was just like so much tension building. And I was like, oh shit, it's going to happen. That's good. Okay, least favorite parts. Oh, maybe I can take this. Go on, Ola. All right, go drama. on. I have a problem with the dairy fascination. And I've got a couple of quotes <laughs> which I fucking hated. Oh One of God. them was... Oh, actually, I disliked this one, this quote, and it had nothing to do with dairy, but it was just fucking weird. And it's it's the beard. It feels so good. I've never had that before. This girl <laughs> who is usually so put together and well-spoken is a puddle, all because of a beard. 
Like it was... <laughs> really? What's wrong with that? Oh, I don't know. It's just and fucking weird. He he starts talking about how he's gonna give her like beard rash on the inside. Yeah, of her like thighs. it just got like <laughs> like all the dirty talk was just surrounding his beard, and it just got like really fucking weird. But like it's back like to a, the dairy it's his thing. physical representation of how rough and tumble he is. You know? Yeah, he's, he's a, a he's a real rough, man. I don't know, I just really boy. didn't like the first sex scene. And then um, a couple of pages later, this whole milk thing was just pissing me off. Like, I've got a problem with milk. And then he's like, her chest arches into me as I lick the whipped cream from her body. A milk product has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't oh, like God. it. I don't like it. Is it because you're just personally offended? I don't know. I really dislike milk myself, but I never talk about it that much. Like, I just felt like this whole milk fucking storyline was just a bit OTT. We just but really I think up- it was meant to be. Like, it was, like, it was it meant was to be a bit stupid. like that. I can't. <laughs> like, I can't with the milk. From the beginning, it took me forever to get into it because with the first sentence being like, I fucking hate milk or whatever it was, I was like, here we go. i was like what the fuck has betty pulled me into and it ended up being really good what about you g so i kind of struggled to find something specific that um i didn't really like (laughs) so i settled and i just i remember doing taking my notes into the one sentence note for my least favorite part was just i don't really support bull riding (laughs) and that's it I don't like the idea of the romanticized romanticizing rodeos. I don't Fair like enough. that. Makes my little heart hurt. I was thinking that too. I actually dislike that bit, but then I just thought, you know what? I'll just go on with the fucking whipped cream because all of a sudden he's fine with dairy products. <laughs> this is like maybe a first time in podcast history, but I actually don't think I have a least favorite part. Bullshit! Actually, there was one history? little thing. In our podcast history. I've said that I don't dislike things. In no, for me personally. Because oh, I always nitpick. Biddy's, Biddy's full of negatives. Yeah. But Betty I just. is a walking negative. I just like didn't find anything I didn't like. I thought. I mean, it was a bit slow at the beginning, but it made sense. Mm, and it ended up being so like slow. a really good place. Like maybe it could have mm. had more sex, but like I didn't really miss it. Didn't need more sex. The first sex scene was, like, too much. It's a very long sex scene. It was, like, a two-chapter-long sex scene. Yeah, Perfect. but it was also, like, fucking shit. It was not. Oh, it was a good sex scene. Rough. The beard and the milk turned me off. <laughs> the first sex scene. I was like, nah, nah, nah. You just ruined it. Do you think, though, like, because there was so much talk of milk, do you think it, like, triggered you? Because you're not a milk person. Because I'm lactose intolerant. She's just yeah. like personally offended that people could be like, no, but angry I went into that like someone doesn't like milk. side of my brain, and I was like, Are they talking about like he was like milk on her taste different? And I'm like, Holy shit, did Betty do a like lactating book all of a sudden? Like, <laughs> people are gonna get like real fucking strange later, but no. See, I love milk, milk is like my main food source. Yeah, I know you drink like two liters a day. I drink a lot of milk, I have milk in almost every meal. See, and I don't understand how you're not I lactose intolerant. Like, it's such a crock of shit. No, it's like a thing that apparently there's like a really small percentage of the population, like 15%, that has absolutely no form of lactose intolerance. And it's like people from like Scotland and that's it. <laughs> like it's just like there's a very <laughs> small... Josh is fine because jo- no problem. Yeah. We'll eat a tub of ice cream, we'll not shit himself. I look at ice cream, 
It's a fucking <laughs> river Nile. Of You're I'm away. Lactose intolerant, but like dairy definitely isn't my friend. No, I'm full blown. Like yeah. I look at dairy and I can feel the pain. Like it's genuinely it's like, so painful. It feels like you're getting stabbed in the stomach and right. shit. But that's like a thing though. It's like most people are lactose intolerant to some degree. Like mm. some people get it really bad. Like all it does. Some people are just like, oh, I just can't have like too much. But I could, li- I literally, me and my partner buy like two, three liter bottles of milk a week. And even then we like, we'll run out. Like every couple of days we need to buy more milk. I was thinking about lactase. Have you heard of lactase? Yeah. So yeah. I want to take lactase, but then I'm like, if I add dairy to my diet, I'm just going to turn into the Pillsbury boy, dough boy. <laughs> so like, I don't think I need to add it into my diet. I think like if I didn't I'm drink milk, eating. I would have no energy. Like milk is my, it's, it has everything I need in it. It's got sugar, it's got protein and it's got fat and it keeps me hydrated. The only dairy product I consume on a regular basis is probably like the four tons of cheese I eat a week. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> I just, I can't. You like yogurt too, Betty. You like, you like I do yogurt. I love yogurt. natural Greek yogurt, yogurt. that's got very little lactose in it. Like almost no lactose really... in natural yogurt and butter. Those are the two things I can ingest. I don't know that much of a fan of butter. I do eat a lot of Greek yogurt, but I don't have like milk in my coffee or anything. So no, I just I'm don't Polish. need to have milk. We like drown ourselves in butter. <laughs> what do you put in your coffee? I don't drink coffee. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. No, you don't drink coffee. You drink tea. I drink, drink, drink herbal tea. Herbal. No, yeah. I don't drink caffeine. Fuck. <gasps> Could you imagine? <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I know. I get headaches if I don't drink caffeine. Yeah, that's probably because you're addicted. Tell yeah. me about it. I know. I'm trying to get all the shit stuff in my life. I haven't had caffeine. I quit vaping like a month ago. Crazy. Dude, how do you believe like, you've kept up? up with it? That's so mad. I know yeah, how, how do you like stay it? awake in the mornings? How do I oh stay awake in the mornings? Um, I sleep a good night's sleep. <laughs> See, I sleep so much and I still like need so much time to wake up properly. Like I stayed that's the night at Betty's house the, the other week. Caffeine that you drink. And, no, because I only have one coffee a day in the morning. That's it. And, but I stayed the night at Betty's house the other week and in the morning I just instantly started just like puffing on my vape and she was like, Jesus Christ, are you okay? You're really hooning on it over there. And I was like, this is how I wake up. This is this is Excuse how I like me. get out that's, of bed. You use nicotine, so but that's the thing. If you didn't have nicotine, you'd probably need like three cups of coffee to wake up. Probably, exactly. I yearn. I I yearn for the day where I used to start my day with an iced americano and a cigarette. Every day I don't start my day like that is another day I I, I just lose my faith in the world. Like, I don't smoke Dude, anymore that, because it's, it's bad for me. I feel like, like I'm not saying much to that for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't smoke. Like, I quit smoking. I don't smoke anymore. Well, you're vaping. That's the same as smoking. It's better. Yeah. It's a wee bit different. It's not. And there's so much shit coming out now about vaping. That's why I freaked out and quit. No, well, maybe I should just start smoking again. Yeah. So it's a great idea. <laughs> But here's the thing with vaping, right? It's like so much more addictive than smoking. And the problem with vaping is that you can vape inside. So you're vaping so much more than you were smoking. I don't know. Yeah, vaping vaping's more addictive because it has higher quantities of nicotine in it. Like even the lower, you know, like most people when they vape, like they normally kind of start on like a higher nicotine. Mm-hmm. Like 
most people start if especially if they've been a smoker they start on something like 50 or 40 um migs per mil but if, nobody would have actually consumed that much nicotine in cigarettes unless you're smoking like more than two packs a day but I do support vaping as a tool to quit smoking because you can control the nicotine and yeah, how's that can going slowly wean well it's been about five years since <laughs> I, I started I'm, I'm sorry vaping, if, I was, quit if I wasn't vaping I'd be smoking again I probably would too. I never would have quit smoking if I didn't give a vape but with my job it's the, the same only... fucking thing it's just that there's no tar involved yeah but the only peace of mind I get in my day is when I go out for a vape and I just replace that with a cigarette if someone took my vape off me yeah it's a, it's a tough life. Just no, but don't start it. Like that's that's the like moral of the story. It's just like don't start consuming it. Don't start either of them at all if you have Ever. before. And you'll my live in peace. Sex scene is the last one. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that started this conversation, I know, and I'm stopping it really abruptly. I think my favorite sex scene is the last one. What's the last one? The one where he where she rides him, and then he proposes oh, yeah. to her. Oh yeah, that's yeah, nice. Sexy. My favorite one was um when her creepy ex calls her and then she sits on his face while she's Oh on no, the that phone. one's really good too, actually. Yeah. I like that one too. I just hate the first one. <laughs> what, what is the problem with the first one? I liked the first one. I told you what my problem was with the, the first one. Oh, I had a problem with the dairy. And milk and product with the has never beard. tasted so good. Yeah. I think my also, my favorite scene is also the face setting scene. Yeah, that one's really so good. So good. That was really yeah. good. Especially when you find out who he is afterwards. Because then it's like a double fuck you. Because at first you just think he's like a shitty, creepy ex, and then you find out he's married to your sister. It's kind of like, the author also revealed that super slowly, eh? Because she sort of, she sort of just refers to her as like her ex that's moved on or whatever. And then you find out that he was her doctor, and then you found out that he was her doctor while she was a teenager, and it just sort of slowly reveals this guy to be worse and worse. There was something in the book that she didn't rectify or didn't explain properly and I think that was the bit where he knew about certain things that would happen at the bull the bull riding competitions and then he was like oh but that bit wasn't Rhett was it like, was on the internet wasn't... it was like YouTube kind of thing oh so he was okay so it wasn't so televised probably like yeah so he probably yeah. would have been like like yes he was making it seem like he had just seen it on tv but he was probably like finding out through winter and then the mm-hmm. dad as well like what events mm-hmm. summer was going to be and then looking up the clips so terrible 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 i'm from terrible. that's terrible oh my terrible God. <laughs> it's terrible Right, what are we reading next week, Bethany? What are we? Oh, a very, a very margarita mix-up. Is that what it's called? Very merry margarita mix-up by um, Brittany Nicole. That's it. You're on it. Who's gonna it's be a Christmas here book. next year with us? I don't know who is. She is gonna no. That what do you mean? Brittany you don't know. She's be. joining us next year on the podcast. <laughs> with she is. I don't do she that. She has to agreed her. to join us. And I'm very excited to uh, to meet her. Betty's like, I'm just going to turn up. <laughs> G and I are like what I emailing people like a million <laughs> times in a row going, does this time on this date in like 12 months time suit you? And Betty's like, I just, am I meant to be there? <laughs> I So what time week, are we recording again? Yeah, every week I don't know what we're doing and when we're doing it. 
But it's okay because we need you just fully focused on making us sound good. So I don't even do that very well. Yeah, those few weeks where she didn't edit us properly. That wasn't my fault. It was so your fault. No, it wasn't. It was. I had to get a new. So- fault. It wasn't. The software I was using was just like not getting rid of the clips, like, and then just adding it into the overall like. It was. It was a problem. It was a slight problem. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I would export it. I would finalize it. And everything would sound great, and then I'd export it, and I'd just upload it, because why do I need to listen to it for a fucking fourth time? And then someone else would listen to it and be like, you left something in. I was like, no, I didn't, because I listened to this episode like seven times. (laughs) (laughs) It was always me going, was this edit? But I would go back back to the edit. Look how angry she's getting (laughs) I would go back to the edits, right? And in the and even in the edits, that clip wasn't actually there. That's weird. Exactly. So then I had to get a whole new software, and then I had to learn how to use that software. Mm. I don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, I know you don't. Oh my god! Stop saying that. <laughs> what? Like, don't but say I feel that like... out loud. What the fuck but is isn't wrong it like... with you? But isn't it like sucking your own dick? No, it's to not. Talk? It's getting the uploads. I just feel like up, it's so a little at some bit. Point we get mm. advertising in our lives. You did. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only like it's going to be like once, an extra one time. Yeah, it makes a fucking difference. That's mad. I don't know. It makes me cringe listening to myself. Fine, talk. put it on. Put yourself on mute. I don't give a shit. Just do- I could do that. That's a yes. good idea. Look, <laughs> we came to a solution. We're really funny. I've told you this before. Have you? Yes. I've told you the amount of arguments we've had about you not listening to the podcast is actually driving me nuts. (laughs) In all honesty, though, I don't want to fucking hear it, Betty, because I'm not getting on your ass too. Like, I know that you don't (laughs) listen to it outside of it, but I forgive you because you've listened to it 10 times by that point. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, like, if I didn't have to listen to it, I probably wouldn't either. We are very annoying. (laughs) Yeah, I find myself highly irritating. Same. I already had to listen to the two of you argue in person. I don't want to relive it over and over again. Oh, I'm so sick of listening to my own (laughs) voice. I've got a story to tell you. My leggings (laughs) look like my skin. I'm just, I just, I don't even think that's in there. I don't think anybody actually heard that story. Oh, okay. It's in there. Fair enough. (laughs) Was not edited out. They just say the shit that we edit out. Concussion. If that was left in there. Yeah. It's probably really grasping at straws to make that 45, 50 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you were able to edit it out. It was just like a really awkward spot because we just kept bringing it up afterwards about how shit it was. The things I edit out, the amount of times I've had to edit myself out trying to start a conversation and then been interrupted. And I've said the same thing like seven times and now it's just getting embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no! Like you should, it's you should terrible. see these episodes before they go out. They'll be like me going like, and I, and I stop, and then like, oh, and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful! Like four or five times, I just get rid of it. Oh, that is terrible. Ola of... and I talk. If we've got a story to tell, you just we'll did tell it to it. her. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I did. <laughs> So I'm gonna say like Ola mutters things under her breath all the time. <laughs> I do. I'm like Jesus fuck like all the time. And Sadie, Sadie loves making appearances in episodes. Yes, my dog likes to be featured. I never hear Sadie or Dane screaming at his video games. <laughs> <laughs> 
heroes of living with your fucking partner. God. <laughs> the other week with that episode where G put herself on mute, you could just see her face like fucking screaming at everyone. <laughs> but it was because- like, so aggressive. Like you couldn't see what she was saying, but you knew she was going fucking off. Because I'm wearing like noise. I wear noise cancelling headphones while we record. Like I shouldn't be able to hear a thing. And I could hear corn playing super loudly like, in the <laughs> room next to mine. And then Dane came out and just started singing it. And so I was like, what the fuck? I was like, it's not really the time. I was like, I told you I had a fucking recording. <laughs> he was like, I forgot. And I was like, well, I told you, know you like what? half an hour ago. Good news. Next week's the last week of the year. It is it's the very final episode. Of our first season. Yeah. Crazy. Shit. 31 episodes. Yeah. That's pretty mad. Before but we go, what's I your am... favourite part of this season so far? I'll tell you mine straight Oh, my up. God. I can oh, remember like I mine to... like nobody's business. And it was the time G and I got into arguing about noshing. <laughs> yeah, it was quite good. Where she was like, why the fuck would I know about nodding? And then went into a full explanation about what nodding was. I think mine was when I told everybody you were reading lactation books. I know. You mentioned that like every single fucking episode. Oh, it's so funny because your voice gets really high and you're like, that was meant to be a secret! <laughs> I just don't care anymore. I don't even know what my favorite. No, part because has you been. don't listen I... to the episode, so you don't get no, to. No, I don't. Say I actually thing. can't remember. This is like, the problem. <laughs> I can't remember like anything. This is a problem. I can remember like what we did for like the last month, and before that, I'm like, oh, we we did do that. We did talk to that author. It's terrible. It's terrible. been a while, dear. <laughs> I say that a lot, don't I? My fa- oh. I was just about to say that's terrible in response to me. So I terrible. think one of, actually, I think one of my favorite things was when we first started recording and everybody had little quirks that they'd say to keep the conversation going. And I'd have to like, episodes. and I'd have to remove them. Episodes. Like the amount of times that George was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Or, mm. mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would be like, mm-hmm. that was so weird. What was it? I I had a phrase and I hated it so much. When I listened to it, I was like, I'm never saying that phrase again. And I don't think I have. I was traumatized by it. It's it is it's really strange listening to yourself talk back though, because like at the time, me going like as somebody else was talking and me going like, mm-hmm, mm, mm. Like it seemed like a normal thing. And then you and Betty hit me up afterwards and you were like, it sounds like really condescending. Because <laughs> 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 it's like about mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was really <laughs> nasty, and we were like, "All right, fine, fuck." But I thought I was just like agreeing with the person. No, but you were doing it to authors. Yeah, I know. That's it's what terrible. the problem was. <laughs> <laughs> to us, it's fine. To authors, not so much. We did. We have come a long way. We have listening to the first. Just thinking about listening to all the episodes. It's. I definitely have to remove a lot more stuff now. Um, because previously we were like didn't know how to continue a conversation, so it'd be very like now structured. We're just yeah, now it tangents. The amount of tangents have cut out a podcast. Like you didn't like half the time I'm like, what the fuck are we actually talking about? <laughs> this is why this episode is like an hour thirty minutes, because we spent thirty of those minutes talking about what a fucking Spanish omelet was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so angry about 
over that not a word of a fucking lie spanish omelet like, literally and potato, like not the same thing literally fucking today before like before we even introduced the book before you even introduced me and ollie to start talking about how you have a crush on a fucking video game character. i want to i want to find like-minded people because i can't just keep living like this <laughs> you want to feel like you you're putting I it out keep living like, like this what are we doing <laughs> I, need to, I need to meet people you're like putting it out putting i'm like i'm gonna put myself out there on the podcast hopefully somebody will agree with me maybe we'll get some messages and we can exchange ghost thirst nobody's gonna years. message us about that nobody's gonna message you and if you do but somebody did somebody did message us about the spanish frittata spanish no. omelet slash frittata thinking that <laughs> well, i murdered josh and that's why we had a week <laughs> off <laughs> you're trying to hide a body <laughs> i thought that there was a spanish omelet situation and that's why we didn't do a week of recording <laughs> see oh. i know what the people want betty yeah, but I just want people like me. How hard no is it? No one is like you. No <laughs> yeah, one. Be, you say bowl. You'll bowl be looking for a long bowl. time. I don't. Bowl. 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 It was, I, yeah, bowl. I can't bowl. listen to it. It's making me feel unwell. Like, no, I genuinely it, just want to punch <laughs> you in the face. There's <laughs> bowl like the animal and bowl like the bowl. Nah, you're saying the same fucking thing. No, they're two different things. Bowl. bowl and bowl. How do you say pull? Pull. Like, pull. You say it with an O instead of a U. Bowl. Pull. Oh, this is just going to get worse, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, just fuck <laughs> off all of you. Bye. Oh, my God. Your accent's going to be terrible when you get That's back. That's what home. I'm saying. Bye. Oh, I, did, I know. I just realized that. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.